Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. That difficulty and watch out for the accident reported in Silver Spring. This accident apparently involves a struck pedestrian, Georgia Avenue at Cason Street in Silver Spring. Try to avoid the area if you can or follow police direction as they're on the scene helping out with this crash. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark. Pena. Seeing some partly cloudy skies to start your Monday out there and temperatures on the chilly side. We've got 30s out there. You might even see a quick sprinkle or two, but overall we're going to turn mostly sunny by later on today and a nice taste of spring in the forecast today. Lots of sunshine and highs in the low to mid 60s with south winds around 5 to 10 miles an hour. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. 40 degrees in Alexandria, 40 Penn Quarter and 31 degrees in Columbia. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good morning. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. Coming up. A Virginia couple is missing after a Caribbean sailing race. Foul play is suspected. I'm Luke Luker. What led up to a woman being killed in a D.C. hotel? I'm Cheyenne Crane. A beloved neighborhood cat stolen. Being held hostage. I'm Lynn Bowie. What is the grandparents' loophole and how it can benefit your college-bound grandkid? I'm Mike Marilla. And the Wizards lose to the Cavaliers. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Matt Piper. The Supreme Court is set to hear arguments today about the right to limit content on social media, including hate speech and disinformation. CBS News legal analyst Thane Rosenbaum explains. The Supreme Court will have to decide whether social media and Internet platforms are more like newspapers, which have First Amendment rights to publish whatever they want without government interference, or are they more like phone companies and shopping malls that are not allowed to discriminate against viewpoints and must allow access to everyone? President Biden has invited the four top leaders in Congress to the White House tomorrow to discuss a looming government shutdown. CBS's Scott McFarland says military families are worried about what could be ahead. Negotiators appear to be no closer to ending their impasse. About 20 percent of the government will shut down Friday. The rest of the government, including the Pentagon, come March 8th, which could interrupt service member pay and services to those who are in the military. Aid to Ukraine also stalled in Congress as the country marks two years of war with Russia. And CBS News correspondent Charlie Daggett is in Kiev. With an historic train station, a church, and neighboring homes in flames and ruins from an overnight Russian missile bombardment, year three of the full-scale invasion began a lot like day one. Whether Ukraine will lose depends on you, on our partners, on the Western world, President Zelensky said. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu says he'll ask his army to submit a plan to evacuate civilians from Gaza. He also says total victory in Gaza will come quickly after an offensive in Rafah. The BBC's Paul Adams from Jerusalem. To attack a city full of people like that would be an absolute catastrophe. So they have to go somewhere. And that is a still an unanswered question. Frankly, there is not enough room 
to accommodate everybody. And that is one of the reasons why I think an, an assault on Rafa still feels like a rather distant prospect. Back here, a Virginia couple is missing after their boat was hijacked in the Eastern Caribbean. WTOP's Luke Lukert. Investigators found evidence of violence on board. They were last seen on February 18th in Grenada. The same day, three violent suspects escaped from prison there. Authorities believe the three men hijacked the vessel and are working on leads that suggest Hendry and Brandel were killed. Actor Kenneth Mitchell, known for his work on Star Trek, has died, according to StarTrek.com. You wish to be John. Mitchell was open about his five-year fight with ALS on Instagram, saying he faced awful challenges. He was just 49 and leaves behind a wife and two children. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. It's 4.03, Monday, February 26th, 2024. The high today, 63. Good morning. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. The top local stories we're following this hour. He's accused of using a belt and a toilet tank cover to kill a woman he was in a relationship with. Now a Northeast D.C. man is under arrest and behind bars. 59-year-old William Barrett is being charged with first-degree murder for killing Romaine Maddox, both from Northeast D.C. The 36-year-old was found Friday morning at the Ivy City Hotel on New York Avenue. A few hours later, Barrett was arrested, still in Northeast D.C., covered in blood. According to court documents, Barrett told detectives he and Maddox were in a relationship and got into an argument that turned physical. He then choked Maddox with his belt until she was unconscious. When she regained consciousness and screamed for help, Barrett said he hit her in the head with the lid of a ceramic toilet tank until it broke into multiple pieces. After the attack, he slept in the hotel room until the morning, then left. He's now being held without bond. Cheyenne Curran, WTOP News. After completing a Caribbean sailing race, a couple from Northern Virginia is missing. Investigators are suspecting foul play. Ralph Hendry and Kathy Brandle had finished their sailing club's Caribbean rally from Hampton, Virginia to Antigua and were reportedly spending the rest of the winter sailing from island to island. Last Wednesday, a sailor found their catamaran off the coast of the island of St. Vincent. It was anchored and abandoned. Authorities say there were signs of violence. The couple was last seen on February 18th in Grenada. It was the same day three men escaped from prison there. Authorities from the island suspect the couple may have been killed by the three men who have since been recaptured. Couple's children have released a statement thanking officials for their efforts and asking authorities to end the search for their parents. Luke Luger, WTOP News. For grandparents, helping to save for a grandchild's college education has been tricky if the child is seeking financial aid. But now the kicking, but now the kicking in of a new law will help. College students and their parents can fill out the federal application for federal student aid or FAFSA to determine if they're eligible for financial financial aid, but the form in the past required you to declare other income that students get for school. So money from grandma could count against a kid's eligibility. Not anymore. According to CNBC, the new application only checks tax returns, so money from grandparents is not factored into a student's ability to pay. It's being called the grandparents' loophole. It may come at a good time, too, as the FAFSA system experiences some issues, including the temporary inability for parents without Social Security numbers to submit applications. 
Mike Marillo, WTOP News. A bill in Maryland's General Assembly that would allow for new end-of-life procedures faces an uncertain future. Maryland State Senate President Bill Ferguson says a bill that would allow qualifying terminally ill people to prompt their own deaths with the help of a doctor might be in trouble in Annapolis. Advocates for the end-of-life legislation had hoped they could get it passed through the General Assembly and to Governor Wes Moore. The legislation would allow physicians to assist terminally ill patients with less than six months to live to hasten their own deaths. Both versions of the legislation have been discussed in committee, but Ferguson and says the bill may not have enough support to bring it to the floor. Maryland Matters says Ferguson has talked to his colleagues and they say they are struggling with the bill and it will be one of the most difficult they ever take. Dan Rollin, WTOP News. A beloved neighborhood cat has been stolen and residents in a foggy bottom community say they know who took her. She's been illegally trapped and being held hostage. Sadie Cornelius says Kitty Snows has been their blue-collar working cat since 2021. They adopted her through Humane Rescue Alliance. The outdoor cat helps with the rat infestation in Foggy Bottom, and the neighborhood takes care of her. The beloved fixture in our community. But Cornelius says someone rehomed Kitty, and she's now at an apartment at the Watergate. She says efforts to get Kitty back have been ignored. We're trying to do everything we can to be neighborly and work with um the people who have her to get her back on the streets where she belongs. Cornelia says they don't want to involve police, but they do want Kitty to come home. Lynn Bowie, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather. How are Americans faring with emergency savings? And if they don't have enough, what's the backup? I'm Mark Hamrick with a report just ahead. It's 408. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Stephanie. The nice and easy ride continues all through the DMV, and a couple of work zones in Virginia have cleared. You had one southbound 95 south of Lorton Road. That's all gone. That was surveying operations and the bridge repair work on southbound 95 south of Dale Boulevard. That likewise has been cleared. So reports of the work zone southbound 95 south of 123 heading over to the Prince William Parkway with the center lane, right lane, and right shoulder alternating mobile closures because of maintenance work. In Maryland, you've got a couple of accidents working, including in Silver Spring on Georgia Avenue at Cason Street. This accident apparently involves a struck pedestrian follow police direction through that scene. We had an accident working on northbound 270 near 109. That has been cleared, but the work zone continues on, uh, in, on 270 in either direction up in Frederick County. Left lane is blocked between Maryland 80 in Urbana and Maryland 109 in Hyattstown. That's in either direction. Right lane is getting by, but there are no major delays. Another work zone in Maryland is in Howard County, northbound 29 between 175 and Maryland 32. You lose the left lane in Montgomery County, northbound 29 in Silver Spring. That is shut down because of the work zone between Fenton Street and Noyes Drive with a traffic running two ways on the southbound side. Got electric to Fitzway looking for an electric car. Try the new Subaru, Solterra, Hyundai, Ionic, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at fitzmall.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7- 
7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. Seeing some partly to mostly cloudy skies out there this morning and maybe a quick sprinkle or two possible on your way into work and school today. But those clouds will mix out sooner than later. And then we're looking at sunshine returning by the afternoon and a nice taste of spring in the forecast today. Highs in the low 60s with lots of sunshine and south winds around 5 to 10 miles an hour. Later on tonight, turning partly cloudy again with temperatures falling into the 40s. And for your Tuesday, starting off cloudy with rain increasing by the afternoon with highs around 65 degrees. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Mark Pena in the First Alert Weather Center. 38 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Mark Hamrick. Paycheck to Paycheck Nation. I'm Mark Hamrick with a Bankrate.com Personal Finance Minute. A new Bankrate survey takes the pulse of the nation's emergency savings. We asked Americans how they'd pay an emergency expense of $1,000 or more. 43% of adults tell us they'd use savings to pay that sudden expense. The flip side, 57% of Americans could not pay an emergency expense from savings. Perhaps as worrisome as anything, one in four, 25%, say they'd use a credit card to pay that emergency expense and pay it off over time. Credit card interest rates are the highest we've ever seen and are slated to go higher still this year. This costly debt should be paid before interest charges hit the account. Additionally, 11% said they would reduce spending as their strategy. Some 11% said they would borrow from family and friends. The solution we recommend is that individuals and households use direct deposit to funnel income into a high-yield savings account dedicated to emergency savings. I'm Mark Hamrick. Coming up, how African-American spirituals set the foundation for today's music. It's 4-11. Hi, I'm Peter Sagal. When we were growing up, my two brothers and I just loved our Uncle Ted. He was like a really cool big brother who always brought around the best toys and took us to the best places and with whom we always had the most fun. It was odd, though, when we got older to realize he wasn't nearly as outgoing and adventurous with other adults. I found out much later that this might have had something to do with the ostomy bag he wore ever since he was diagnosed with Crohn's disease as a teenager and had part of his lower intestine removed. Theodore Skolnick, my Uncle Ted, died last year at the age of 80, never having once mentioned his illness to me or my brothers. He left a large bequest to the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation to help fund better treatments for these diseases and also to help other people, old and young, seek and get help for the situation that he was never able to talk about. Don't feel you need to hide your Crohn's or colitis. Go to spillyourguts.org to learn more about the treatments available and even find a specialist. That's spillyourguts.org. At WTOP, our listeners matter. WTOP is better than ways when it comes to traffic. I simply love WTOP traffic as the number one source for me. WTOP, Washington's top news. For 248 years, proud patriots have defended our freedom as American soldiers. One of the best ways to honor their service is through the Army Historical Foundation's Registry of the American Soldier. Open to all Army veterans, this free registry allows veterans or a loved one on their behalf to create a permanent public record of their service. No soldier's story should be forgotten. Learn more at ArmyHistory.org. That's ArmyHistory.org. Sponsored by Army Historical Foundation, Inc. 
Coming up, we'll tell you about why a local bookstore believes that black history should be celebrated year-round. More news in 60 seconds. It's 414. Stocks and bonds are volatile, but your financial plan doesn't have to be. Have you sat down to map out an investment plan you can trust when emotions and headlines stir panic? I'm Simon Hamilton with The Wise Investor Show. Every week, we discuss the latest financial trends and what investors need to know. To learn more about how to stay grounded and to become a better informed, wise investor, listen to The Wise Investor Show at RaymondJames.com forward slash The Wise Investor Group, or just find us on your favorite podcast app. Are you prepared for an emergency or disaster? Because it's not a matter of if, but when. Don't find yourself saying, (laughs) When the storm rolls in, my time to find a pet-friendly evacuation center will have run out. The scorching heat wave will leave me powerless to cool my insulin. I'll face a hurricane without meds. Now that's a tough pill to swallow. Let's prepare so we all have a better story to tell. Get started at ready.gov slash older adults. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. You check your phone, what, 50 times a day? Because there's always something new. It's the same with breaking news. Stay up to date. Check back with us two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. It's 415. I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. Thanks for being with us. As we celebrate Black History Month, we honor the African-American spiritual, a form of Christian music that's rooted in the slave experience. D.C. area vocalist and performer Jackson Caesar brings African-American spirituals to life in his auto-documentary. Spirituals celebrating the music, life, and legacy of Roland Hayes. Roland Hayes brought spirituals to a global audience in the early 20th century. What Caesar wants people to know about the relatively unknown vocalist. This man made a dream come true. This man was a trailblazer. And that spirituals are black music and it's American music. He says spirituals laid the foundation for today's music. You have the spirituals, then you have blues and jazz and swing. Stephanie Gaines Bryant, WTOP News. This is part of WTOP's continuing coverage of Black History Month and the people making a difference in our community. To find out more, go to WTOP.com. The owner of a D.C. bookstore tells WTOP's Tariq King people should think about celebrating celebrating Black History Month all year long. I really want to put in people's mind that Black History happens 12 months out of the year. Ramonda Young and her husband Derek are the owners of Mahogany Books, one of a handful of Black-owned bookstores in the area. It started as an online bookseller run out of their one-bedroom apartment in Alexandria. At that time, it was really clear to us that we wanted to make Black books accessible no matter where you live. Ten years later, they expanded to their first physical store in Anacostia, adding the second location, National Harbor, in 2021. From the music, we're playing go-go, we're playing Martin Luther King speeches sometimes, to the black photos on the wall. When people walk into this store, I want them to see themselves. Tariq King, WTOP News. Join us on air and online as we bring you the stories, people, and places that make up our diverse community. One restaurant in Bowie has grown despite the fact that a lot of businesses suffered during the pandemic. As part of WTOP's celebration of Black history, we're looking at what has worked for Ruby's Southern Comfort Kitchen. Fortunately for us, 
takeout was kind of our motto. Ruby's Southern Comfort Kitchen started in an old building where Candy Daly's Catering Company could rent a kitchen. Now they're in a much bigger space off routes 301 and 50, succeeding in a place that's supportive of black-owned businesses. It's different here, right? There, You feel like you can thrive here. You feel like you can do more here. The community is extremely supportive here. And every year, Ruby's hosts a thank you festival for customers it calls a family reunion. Last year, we had 18,000 people show up. In Bowie. Do I think that I could do what we're doing here anywhere else? John Doman. I don't think so. WTOP News. A quick look at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. A Virginia couple goes missing in the Caribbean. Maryland lawmakers are considering big changes on how the courts handle juvenile justice. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Got a couple of accidents working. One is in Montgomery County. This is on Georgia Avenue in Silver Spring. It's reported at or near Cason Street. This is apparently a pedestrian that was who was struck in north of Hathaway Drive. This reported by Montgomery County Police. They're on the scene, so follow the direction to get by. The other accident actually happened last night and resulted in a pole and wires down in the roadway. And this is in Prince William County in Woodbridge. The accident shuts down Blackburn Road, northbound and southbound between US one and the Richmond Highway and Featherstone Road. They say it uh, should be shut down for another couple of hours or so before it is cleared. No major work zones on the Beltway, whether in Maryland or in Virginia. All lanes are open. The freeway running just fine now either side between 14th Street across Washington to the 11th Street Bridge. you find no delays up and, up and down the D.C. 295 corridor between the 11th Street Bridge and the city-county line. No troubles either side of I-295 between the flyover ramp and the Beltway south of town. No troubles on the 3rd Street Tunnel. All lanes clear at both sides between New York Avenue and the freeway. In Virginia, for work zones continuing, southbound 95 south of 123, heading to the Prince William Parkway. This is maintenance work. The center lane, right lane, right shoulder, alternating mobile closures. Work zone south of Lorton Road. Also, the work zone south of Dale Boulevard have cleared. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. Now to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Mark Pena. Temperatures this morning into the 30s, which is actually pretty seasonable for this time of year and also seeing some partly cloudy skies. Now, later on today, we're going to see the sunshine come out and it's going to be a beautiful day with a nice taste of spring in the forecast. Highs in the low 60s with south winds around 5 to 10 miles an hour. Tonight, turning partly cloudy, temperatures only falling into the 40s. And for your Tuesday, tracking our next weather maker, which will start the day with some cloudy skies and we'll see some light showers moving through the area by the afternoon with highs in the mid 60s. I'm 7 News Meteorologist. Mark Pena and the First Alert Weather Center. 38 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Gutter Helmet. Don't overlook your home's gutter system. Call Gutter Helmet by Leadnor Home Solutions at 888-5-HELMET. Coming up on WTOP, what a high school lacrosse player in Loudoun County is asking a judge to do. 421. I'm Katie DePaula from Long Home Products. My great-grandfather started the Long legacy with reliability, value, and quality in mind. At Long, we do things the right way, the long way, and that's why we've advertised our products on WTOP for the past 13 years. The WTOP audience knows they can trust and have peace of mind when working with Long Home Products. And we trust the WTOP team to attract homeowners to our business. 
For seven decades, we've helped families just like yours bring beauty, value, comfort, and safety to their homes. Whether it's roofing, baths, or windows, you can trust Long Home Products to protect your most valuable investment for decades to come. We believe WTOP can help attract customers to your business, too. Go to WTOP.com and search Advertise. If you're looking for the most trusted name in roofing, baths, and windows, visit LongHomeProducts.com. Again, that's LongHomeProducts.com. One in three adults over the age of 65 will experience vision loss. And among working-age adults, diabetes is the leading cause of blindness. At Columbia Lighthouse for the Blind, they work to train adults and children on how to travel and live independently, find and maintain employment, and much more. Columbia Lighthouse for the Blind even provides low vision exams. Learn more about this local region-wide nonprofit, Columbia Lighthouse for the Blind, as well as ways to engage and volunteer by visiting www.clb.org. That's clb.org. It's 422. Some prime real estate in Prince William County could be changing hands this summer. The city of Manassas is planning to turn 20 acres of land on Sudley Road into a new fire station, also a community center and park. That property, the home of the former Marsteller Middle School, and is currently owned by the Manassas Baptist Church, who would keep the surrounding six acres as part of the deal. The city announced that plan last week with the deal estimated at $9.9 million. Officials have budgeted another million for renovations. Funds for the purchase are being budgeted for the next fiscal year, which starts July 1. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. A high school lacrosse player in Loudoun County is asking a judge to let her play sports at Independence High School. But because Lily Sigler transferred to the school from Light Ridge High School to escape bullying, she hasn't been allowed to play. It's because of a rule that transferring students lose one year of athletics eligibility when going to a school outside of their attendance zone. That's according to the Loudoun Times. After the schools refused to make an exception, her family has filed a lawsuit suit in circuit court to try to get her reinstated to play. A decision is expected this week. In Jennings, Missouri, fifth grader Taryn Nelson is the talk of Northview Elementary School because the 11-year-old can complete a Rubik's Cube in under two minutes. He's now known as the Rubik's Cube Kid. How does it, how does he do it? Oh, what does it do for me? It keeps me distracted. You don't have to be smart to solve a Rubik's Cube. All you need to know is the algorithms. Nelson's record time solving a Rubik's Cube is 43 seconds. Many of us strive to get better sleep, but sleep patterns don't simply change overnight. Sometimes, in order to get the results you want, you need to focus on quality instead of quantity. Ever try to go to bed earlier in the evening only to wake up in the middle of the night? It's a common problem, says Dr. Shelby Harris, a behavioral sleep psychologist. She tells CBS Mornings. What we actually try to do is, for some people, I might have them go to bed later, and then I might slowly have them go to bed earlier over time. That's one way to prioritize sleep quality over quantity. Other pieces of advice? Try to limit alcohol, caffeine, heavy meals, and screen time before bed. And when it comes to sleep aids, Harris says she tries to avoid them as they can make you groggy. We want to sleep at night, but what's it supposed to do? It's supposed to help us with the day. So if you feel like you're a walking zombie, what's the point? Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. 